This is The Jake and Joe Show, bringing variety to your week every Wednesday. Welcome back, everybody, to the 34th. Is it 34? It yeah, is. 34th episode of The Jake and Joe Show. I'm Joe. And I'm Jake. And we are completely winging this episode. I mean, we sat here and talked for 15 minutes or so about what we want to talk about. But I was busy this week, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to brainstorm ideas to talk about. Me and too, man. I was busy playing Player Unknown Battlegrounds. <laughs> we'll get to that. So yeah, we uh, we don't have a lot planned for this episode we got a few things we definitely know we're doing song of the week and writing prompt but our main segment it might be a little short this week just because we don't know exactly where we're going with it right i think we'll be all all right though because we have our typical song of the week we're going to do something a little special there a little bit special um going to do our typical writing prompt which is always typical writing prompt um so yeah let's Let's uh, do it let's do it so how was your week man pretty good um, like we just mentioned a second ago, uh, Joe here got everybody, as in him and I and another friend of ours, <laughs> to buy a Player Cody. Unknown Battlegrounds. Cody, we've mentioned him before, and he listens. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, and putting in the effort to submit a ticket to get a key was totally worth it. Totally worth it. Because that game is so fun. So you want to tell the story behind the, the ticket thing? Well, I mean, it's nothing, it's not all that exciting. It's just that my code didn't work and then I had to like put in a ticket for it or you, you kind of showed me where I had to put in the ticket for yeah. it. The customer service was great. Co- their their great customer service is top notch. Really is. I've had yeah. to, I've had to send them a ticket a few times. I don't remember what for, but I've had to send them a few tickets. This is Green Man Gaming we're talking about. Sponsor? Not really. Yeah. But <laughs> That'd be uh, awesome. They, uh. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Let's see oh, if yeah. we can get them to sponsor us. No, uh, they probably wouldn't. They're based out of the UK. But anyway, uh, I've had a few issues before. I can't really remember exactly what, but I've always ha- they've always responded so fast mm-hmm. within a day. So that's that's cool. That kind of reminds me. Sidetrack real quick. I kind of told you and Cody, but I had another customer experience or customer service experience the other day. I was like trying to talk to a live chat representative from Capital One because the story is what in 2015 so two years ago uh, I want to say it was ended up being 29 months ago I made a car payment on my credit card because I had to and the teller lady at Tacanet was like hey we got to put this through as a cash advance I really had no idea what that was but I was like what's got to be done so let's do it Anyway, it turns out that they're going to hit you with a cash advance fee for the lifetime of the balance on your card. So until my balance is completely paid off, I will always have a cash advance fee, which is like six bucks a month. I've had it for 29 months now. The payment was only $180, and I've paid a couple grand in payments on that card. What? It's ridiculous. So I, I seriously will get nailed with a cash advance fee. Every Wait a minute. Single How have you month? So wait, I'm and I'm, I'm mentioning this because 
I think it's important to know that uh, you're bad with money. And no, not at all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I that is my. I do have a Capital One card, and that is for my emergencies when I like absolutely need to pay a bill or something that's gonna be late and I don't have cash. Um, my other one my, is my Amazon Prime card, and that one is extremely is my like extremely responsible card where we we both have the same thing where yeah yeah we'll make purchases on it, set it to. Um, pay off the next month or you do it manually, right? I do it manually. Yeah. I, I just go in. The, the cool thing with uh, that card is that you can make a payment on the card when the balance is zero. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll make a purchase, see the amount Amazon charged me, have Chase open in another tab and pay that amount on the card. you still get the rewards points, right? Yes. I still so, get their points. So I think, you know what we could do? You know what we could do? We just found a main segment. We could make this segment or this episode kind of break the stigma of credit cards okay because people are always like yeah you know i finally paid off my credit cards clip 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 you know like yay us but the reality is you know it's not the credit card's fault that you made purchases that you can't no pay off. not at all it's your fault right right yes um so i think it's important to like look at credit card options and then use them to your advantage. That's what we're doing right now with our Amazon prime accounts. Uh, I have like $23 in rewards points. You have probably way more than I do. I have 135. Dude, Joe has $135 of literally free money. And they gave me $75 when I signed up for the card. Yeah. So I've made over $200 with this card and it's made my credit score go up over 50 points in the time that I've had it. Seriously, guys, next time you make an Amazon purchase of significance and they offer you that, hey, you know, sign up for this credit card or sign up for our Amazon Prime credit card. If you have Amazon Prime, of well, course. Well, no, even if you don't, though, you There's can There's another card. It. It's just the Amazon card. Right. And it gives a little bit less points. The only time you can get the Amazon Prime card is when you have Prime. Right, you right. can keep it if you stop using Prime, but you can't opt in for it unless you have a Prime account. Right. So, I mean, you can use cards like that to your advantage and do your research. I was actually looking online last night comparing a couple cards. I'm not in the market for a new one. I definitely don't need one. Um, But there are cards that are actually really low rated and there are cards that are really, really high rated. Amazon Prime card is high rated because of how how much reward points it gives. Uh, it's it's like 5% back 5%, on an Amazon purchase. That's crazy. And I found out that you don't have to use those reward points on Amazon. You can redeem those for cash. Yeah. You can have it paid towards the balance on your card if you've got a balance. Mm-hmm. You can turn it into air miles. You can do anything you want. They're not specifically Amazon points. They're just chase points. So you can do anything with them that you could do with chase points. You just have the added benefit of being able to use them right at checkout on Amazon. I just realized that's your last name. So of course you need that credit card. Of course I need that credit card. Yeah. It's in my family. <laughs> I own it. I own Chase. Surprise, <laughs> I'm a billionaire. <laughs> You should, I started you the company when I was then, a wee man. lad. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that? I got a what? You said you got to buy us some Yetis then, man, if you're a billionaire. Oh, that's true. You get some dual Yetis. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's like overkill for a podcast. So how did we get from PlayerUnknown's Battleground to credit cards? Just oh, a long YouTube. Talking about the customer service needing to yes. get in touch with people. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Green Man Gaming, 
Green Man Gaming was running a promotion through Facebook where you could get 27% off. Was that what it was? Was it 27%? It was 27%. 27% off Player Unknown's Battleground, which is a $30 game. And I redeemed, you, you click redeem on Facebook and it gives you a unique code that you use on Green Man Gaming when you're buying the game to get the 27% off. Well, I would go and put in the code and it would tell me that the code was invalid. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to you. Cody was in a whole different situation. We'll talk about him in a minute. <laughs> that was funny, but I feel bad. <laughs> I don't. Uh, so we went through Green Man Gaming's support system, and I had a reply back in under two hours. Same. Um, they said, sorry about that. Here's a new code. And they regenerated a new one for me that worked. So I got the $30 game for, it was like twenty one eighty nine or something like that was the total. I think that's the exact amount, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody, he... Uh, I don't even know why he was test purchasing it. Like, what was he doing? Why did he get as far as he did? What what Cody I don't did really is know. Cody ended up paying thirty bucks because he wanted to use PayPal instead of his card because he didn't want to go out to his car and get his wallet. He leaves his wallet in his car just like I do. I know. We talked to him about that at the fire <laughs> last weekend. I was like, "You too? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Uh, so he, well, he wanted to use PayPal and he doesn't use PayPal very often. So he didn't know that when you log in and hit like, okay, that's purchasing it. Like you leave green man gaming to go to PayPal to confirm the purchase. And he right. didn't realize that. So he did that and it brought him back to green man gaming and say, said, thank you for your purchase. Have a nice day. And he never put in the code. So he paid a full 30 bucks for it. Right. I mean, it was only seven more dollars. So in reality, it's not like he's going to go yeah. hungry because it, of it. I mean, it sucks but. that he didn't get a deal, but, and like I was telling you, even if we all paid $30, looking back I, I mean i would still be okay with that because it's i think it's worth it it's extremely fun i get very into it uh and i was just telling you the other day i went second in solos and at the end i was actually shaking a little bit the game is a lot like hunger games think, it is think of that type of not not the first hunger games movie the one where they're in the dome is that the is that the third game I feel hunger? like I think I've only watched the first one. That might be the second one. I can't remember. But anyway, um, the way it works is a hundred people, a hundred players. You're playing against a hundred real people. You all uh, fly over this island in a plane, and you have the choice of where to jump out. And the goal of the game is to be the last one alive. So you parachute onto this island. It's a huge island. Take a long time to cross, and you have no equipment. It's just you. So you have to run around to different buildings and find guns and armor and crossbows and different stuff like that and everything you need to survive. And then there's a ring of death that like closes in on the map, on mm-hmm. a random spot on the map. And if you're outside the ring of death, it hits you and it takes away your life. So you want to stay inside this ring of death. So as time progresses, these 100 players are forced closer and closer into the middle. And eventually people start getting picked off and dying. And then you see the number of alive people go down and down. And to win, you have to be the last one alive, last Mm -hmm. man standing. It's an incredibly simple premise, but it is so much fun. So fun. So rewarding. It's like, it's just such a cool feeling like, okay, I got to find gear. I got to find yeah. a good spot to sit and watch and not get picked off. There's hardly off and... any combat, but right. it's still so fun. Yep. It, it's the, it's kind of like the opposite of Call of Duty where in Call of Duty, the goal is to just kill as many people as possible and just like run around like crazy. Where in this game, I mean, you kind of want to be stealthy. You want to, 
Or there's other ways to play. You don't have to be stealthy. You can be wicked aggressive, and I'm sure there's people who are successful using Aggression. that strategy. Right. Um, I personally like using stealth and you know going around from building to building and just like finding a place to hole up until the ring has to close again and it's just it's wicked fun it's, it's not one, about it's the a good kills, game to know? like put on some music in the background and just like chill and play some player unknown well the music has I to don't be know quiet about that. though i was gonna say because you really <laughs> gotta pay but attention I, I like playing and listening to music yeah um but yeah it's just it's such a blast so mm-hmm. We'll probably play some tonight. Probably after this is done, <laughs> especially because we're talking about it now. <laughs> getting all amped I'm, up. I'm getting pumped. Anything happen to you this week, Joe? Uh, nothing really significant, I guess. Um, I am gonna be starting to count calories and watching what I eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've attempted this several times in the past, but I always fail. I'll, I'll make it like a week or two of counting calories and then I give up. But I'm I'm really determined this time. And I think I was telling I was telling Cody this the other night. I think the reason I fail counting calories is because I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect every single day. So what happens is I will go for like four or five days straight of counting everything I eat. And then on the fifth day, I'll forget something. I'll forget to track it. And then I'll say, well, this whole day's blown. I don't know what my caloric need is for the day. And I just give up for that day. Right. And I just give up for that day. Right. So I think what happens is that I start to get discouraged and I stop, you know, I stop caring. So I'll, I'll miss more things and then eventually I'm to the point where I'm not doing it at all. So what I've really been telling myself this time is that it's okay to miss some things now and then. I'm a human. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. Just try to be as accurate as I can all the time and let mistakes come and go. Exactly. And I think that's going to make it a lot easier for me. Just set yourself up to the best of your ability. Like, right. You know, go out shopping, get the right foods, have yeah. the right foods available to you. Like earlier this week, I was at work and I wanted to eat something. I, I, I wanted to eat out for lunch. So I went to pizza degree. Yeah. And they don't have their calories listed. So I did a little bit of research online and figured out that a thin crust pizza, a thin crust 10 inch pizza is normally like 700 calories, the mm-hmm. whole thing. So I just rounded up to 800 calories and called it good instead of fretting and being like, well, I don't know if it's 800, so I probably shouldn't eat it. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't worry about that. I just said it's 800 calories and I went and I had the pizza and I enjoyed it. And I ended up being like 300 calories under my daily limit. Nice. So even if I was off, even if it was 1100 calories, I was still okay. Right. So and, and you you keep track of them right through, through yeah, some sort um, of tracker. Yeah, and that's and that's something that we w- I wanted to talk about this right. episode is calorie trackers. Now, if you guys have never used and you said you've never used one I've before. I've never used one, no. Sorry about the bustling around or whatever. But to I'm be honest with mic. you, I've never counted calories either. I've lost weight twice in my life, a significant amount, but I never count the calories. I just don't the eat weight. the crap right. food. Right. Well, that works for a lot <laughs> yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, but I like, I'm a numbers yeah, guy. Yeah, and you I like, like, you like seeing, seeing that. Yeah, I like seeing things in front of me. So yeah. I've got my fitness pal, which is hands down the most popular calorie counting app. There's no debate about that. Right. And what it does when you first set it up for the first time, and this is so easy. You can get it on iPhone or Android. If you've been thinking about it, do it. It's free. You have no reason not to. When you set it up, it asks for your date of birth, uh, your height and your current weight. So weigh yourself ahead of time. If you can't weigh yourself, give it your best close guess and don't underestimate because that's not going to hurt anyone but yourself. You're going to get my phone? 
what you look like you were looking for. Yep. Are you going to get the app? Yeah, I'm going to get it right now. Breaking news, guys. Jake is getting my fitness pal for the first time I'm doing right it, man. now. I'm doing it. He's getting the app. And uh, you know, while I'm getting this, um, we had kind of talked about this a little bit, uh, I think, last night in our group chat with Cody. And we found out that we are pr- almost the same weight. Like and a few our, pounds off yeah, from each other. And our goal weights are the same. So this could be really interesting. Um, although I don't know if I can get to 170, but I, 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 I'll try for sure. I think you definitely can. There's no reason you can't. Well, when I was 180, I was, uh, yeah, I could do it. I, I could do it. It's called My Fitness Tracker. My Fitness Pal. One word. I think uh, yeah, either it is way it word. will come up. Calorie counter with my fitness pal. Yeah, boy. Installing right now. Install it, boy. 20 megabytes. I, I can't. Man, my 25 gigabytes a month, man. I, it's Whoa. Not, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this download. So my fitness pal is an Under Armour thing? It wasn't originally. Under Armour bought it. Oh, okay. Uh, they bought all of they they bought a bunch of fitness apps and kind of like rebranded them and made them work together. It was kind of cool what they did. Uh, there was an app called Map My Walk and Map My Run. Mm-hmm. They were separate apps, but I think they're made by the same people. And Under Armour bought those as well and integrated them. So when you do exercise in those apps, it will automatically add your exercise to My Fitness Pal and show okay. you how many calories additional you have to eat. So is this the app I see people using on my friends list on Facebook that is like, all right, like it shows the path they took for it running? It might be. There's a very good chance that it might oh, be. Oh, that's yeah. neat. It's they it's so convenient to use and that's that's kind of what I want to talk about as well is the ease of use that they put into these apps. They make it so simple, so easy, you have no reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. Once you get in the habit of doing it, I mean you can get in the habit of playing a game 3 times a day. Yeah. <clears throat> Bit heroes. Oh yeah. So why can't you get in the habit of popping open my fitness pal and putting in what you eat 3 times a day? Yeah. True. Well, it's significantly less fun, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually if you want more fun there is an app on the android store i don't know if it's on the i don't know if it's on the apple store but it's like it's called something like life rpg where you oh, like yeah. put in a bunch of skills and stuff and as you spend time doing them you like get xp and you level up as a human so like your life is an rpg what? and you have like stat points and no stuff way. it's pretty cool that's pretty neat so but it's kind of like an honor system yes yeah. definitely you All could right. put in like take 10 steps and say that it gives you 100,000 xp and there's right. no way of them stopping you from doing that so all right, I'm starting it up right now. He's starting up the app, boys and girls. Okay, so I want to see you do this. So let's kind of let's kind of turn a little. Woo! What is your goal? I would like to lose weight. I'm on. I'm gonna be on your mic while you do this. All right. How active are you, Jake? You How can't even active see your am I? screen because your screen's destroyed. Yeah, I feel. You know what? I always look down on people who have cracked screens, and I freely admit that. And now I'm one of those people, so I'll have to think twice. So it says, how active are you? Not very, lightly, active, or very active? I would have to say not very. Look, look, look at it. Spend most of the day sitting, e.g. bank teller, desk job. That's you and me. <laughs> I have a desk job, you're a bank oh, teller. Oh, that's Perfect. great. <laughs> well, well, it's funny because I actually spend most of my day standing. It doesn't build. Uh, but still, yeah, burn I, I don't like anymore. move around. Right. What's your goal weight? I'll put in 170. Good idea. What's my weekly goal? I have mindset to lose a week. two pounds that. a week. Dude, that's that's actually I, I did that. The Dude, first time gonna... I lost weight, 
I, I lost forty five pounds in in three months. You're gonna you're gonna beat me at that rate. I have mindset to lose a pound a week. Oh. I I think you could do more. Trust me, because I I almost pu- pulled the I was your age. Not that we're that far apart, but when I was your age. I don't want to read your privacy policy. When I was your age, I used to lose five pounds an hour. Because <laughs> I had to walk uphill both ways. The pounds would fall right off of me. I'd start the day wearing size 34 pants, and by the end, I'd be in a size 24. <laughs> but we were grateful. <laughs> we were grateful for what we had. Our several pants... We would fall asleep at night and put the pounds right back on and lose them again the next day. <laughs> oh, what a great time 2006 was. Dang, man. 1,500 calories a day. Oh, that's really low. Okay, so Well, now... regardless. I have this now. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, so, so there's a widget you can add to your home screen on your phone that shows how many calories you have remaining. It gives you a plus button right there, so you don't even have to open the Wow, app. they really do make a it as easy as right possible. There, so you can just tap the barcode and go. Boom. You don't even have to you don't even have to open the app to get there. You can just leave that widget. That's really and cool. Get, right, get to it from right there. It's awesome. I think I'm going to try that out. What we can do is we can add each other as friends since we're doing this weight loss together yep. and we can see each other's progress. And kind oh, of be nice. encouraged by each other and see how we're both progressing. You're less likely to eat that piece of chocolate cake, you know? If you're competing with someone. Right. <laughs> I'm not really competing, though, because if you're losing two pounds a week, you are going to beat me. No yeah. doubt. Well, you, do you really we'll think see. you'll be able to stick to 1,500 calories? I think I did last time I lost weight last year. It's um, hard to estimate how many calories you're eating. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, a lot of people eat more than they think they're eating. What I've always done in the past, Kate... I'll, I'll just do a really short recap of kind of my history with this. When I was in high school, I never really weighed myself because it wasn't an issue. I was always just a really thin, kind of skinny, lanky guy. And then when I hit 20, I just decided, hey, wow, I think I'm, you know, gaining a little bit. Weighed myself. I was 200 pounds. Seeing that two was like, wow, I really <laughs> got to do something about this. Yeah. So me and one of my best friends, um, we decided... Right then and there, cold turkey, we would eat a vegan diet and go to the gym every single day. And somehow, we actually did that for three entire months. Dang. That's impressive. Yeah. So, I completely changed up my diet and I started running. At first, it was two miles a day. And then towards the end, I was running four to six miles a day. And I went from 200 pounds to 155 in three months. That's a that's a fast. That's a very yeah. fast weight loss. That's more than two pounds a week. Yeah. So, but you have to like, I drastically changed my entire lifestyle. The second time I lost weight, I went back from 155. I, I ballooned slowly up to 220. Um, Fat I was, Jake. I was 220 last August, so 13 months ago. Really? I was 220. So you, you knew me when I was 220. No, you weren't. That's not, yeah, it was. I just, I don't like walk around with my gut out, you know, <laughs> I, I suck it in. I, I try to be yeah, a little respectable. Yeah, but it shows in like your face and stuff like that. And it I don't was, feel when, like. When I was 220, my neck started to sag a little bit. And that's what got me. I was like, dude, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't, can't be one of those anymore. guys where like I, I shave my beard and you can still see my neck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just didn't want to do that. So 
I need uh, to look at pictures of you from a year ago. And you see should. If I can uh, tell. You know, it, it might be harder to tell because this was when I was driving in Bangor uh, for my records management job. That was only a year ago? No, it's two years ago. Two years ago, because I was 220. Oh, you said, you said last August. Well, I was 220 last August. I was 220 for like a year. Oh, oh okay. Just, yeah, I was just that big. And in my last job, I couldn't have facial hair. So maybe that kind of hit it because there was no contrast. But uh, yeah, so I decided to do that. And I didn't, um, so I lost weight again from 220 to 180. Uh, I don't know how long I did that. It was several months, but then I kind of stopped. I think it was kind of when I. Uh, is this is this when it was? Because you you're very shaven there. Yes, that was I I, I was two twenty in that picture. That's January. Uh, I don't know when. I this think was. that was January. 2016. I switched to a different Facebook app and it misses. It doesn't have some details in there. Yeah, that's there, okay. So. I I believe that was when I was two twenty. I'm not far off right now, dude. I'm two hundred nine. I know, but you don't look it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you look thin. Well, man. the thing is, good. it's all in my it's all in my midsection, which is kind of good and kind of bad because I could look pregnant, you know. Yeah, there's two types of overweight when it comes to men. There's the I hold it in my stomach and get like a pot belly oh, type yeah. of fat, and there's the I show it everywhere type of fat. Yeah, you, you get have the moobs. Like, yeah, you get moobs and like manhandles. Oh and yeah, that type of thing. And I'm like the pot belly type. Me too. Luckily. Like I don't get bit. Like my my hips don't get bigger or like I don't get moves or anything like that. I just get a big stomach. Yeah. So it's going to be nice to have that big stomach gone. I've noticed the size I need of pants continuing to increase. And That's I don't what like really that. is the wake up. Call. Oh, it hurts. You know, it's like, wow, my size 30 jeans don't fit anymore. When, I need 32s. Yeah. When you, when you suck in, you're like, and you got to buckle. You're like, all right, this is messed up. <laughs> I should not need to be doing this. Right. So we're on a journey together to get more healthy. Join in with us. If yeah, that would be cool. If you have been like, I don't know, wanting to, yeah, I think, go to my I think we'll probably uh, check in every couple of weeks yeah. on the show and like give like a weight report. I'm going to start, I'm going to start weighing myself every night before I go to bed. Cause it's super important to just know how much the, the voice that you hear every week weighs. I don't know. Is it, is it better to weigh yourself at night before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning? Well, when you wake up, you're going to be the lightest. Yes. So it's nicest to see. And it right. is the most consistent though. So I, I do think they want you to weigh yourself in the morning. I'll probably weigh myself at yeah. night. And if I'm doing this the right way and I lose weight, I'm going to see the well, weight drop. You can weigh yourself at night, but it's just the least consistent typically right. because like, you know, your activity kind of changes, the food you eat kind of changes. That's true. But maybe I will weigh in the morning. Yeah. That's probably the better way to do it. I'll weigh, I'll weigh myself after I get out of the shower in the morning, yeah. throw it into my fitness pal and hopefully see weight loss. Hopefully hoping to get down to 170. I think you definitely will. And seeing the weight loss on top of seeing the numbers, because you said you're a numbers guy. Yes. Seeing that weight loss. It's just going to encourage me. Oh, to yeah, absolutely. Going. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm lucky in that I enjoy healthy food. I love fruit. Mm-hmm. I love vegetables. Like, I had a um, a salad with carrots, tomatoes, and some light dressing on it yep. uh, for dinner tonight, and it was so good. I love that. It was delicious. That does sound pretty good. Uh, I know I had a I couple of to... hot dogs with it, but I I had the calories yeah. to do so. Hot dogs can't be much. No, they're not. Um, the bun is the most. Oh, yeah, yeah, I <laughs> believe I, it. And I only believe ever it. eat mustard on my hot dogs, which is zero calories. Yep, because it's so, vinegar-based. Yep, so you, you begin to learn what you can eat a lot of without adding to your caloric. If you like pickles, mm. pickles are perfect, zero calories. Pickles are zero calories. Yep, they're mostly water. 
So they wow. don't, they're not very, so you want a snack and you don't have the calories, have a handful of baby pickles. No joke. And it'll fill you and hold you over a cup of, um, cherry tomatoes, mm-hmm. 35 calories. Wow. I mean, there are things you can eat and yep. you go to your grocery store and you'll see what's on sale. I was there earlier and I got two pineapples, a huge bag of grapes, a head of lettuce, uh, two things of baby tomatoes or cherry tomatoes or whatever, a huge bag of carrots and a thing of dressing, low calorie dressing. And I paid, I think, 23 or $24 for all that because awesome. it was all on sale. So you can eat cheap. Yeah. And eat healthy. You just got to play I, you the You got to have your options open. You right. Know? You can't be picky about it. No. So. Yeah. So if I'm going to be successful at this, I'm definitely going to need to go shopping because right now I got some Swiss rolls. I got some Pop-Tarts. Got some nice sweetened cereal. Pop-Tarts are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> 400 calories for two of them. Wow. That's that's a lot. That's a for lot. For those little tiny pieces. When wow. you have 1,500 calories, like your budget said, 400 mm-hmm. calories... That's, you know, a, a quarter of your caloric intake gone. And they're yeah. not filling. They're no, not. No, they're not you at eat, all. You, eat you two don't of them and you're feel, like, okay. Like, you don't eat a Pop-Tart and you're like, oh boy, it's, they're the I'm defi- stuffed. Right. They're the definition of empty calories. Yeah. You're eating them just because they taste good. Yeah. So, those need to go. And I've got a box of like 36 of them in my cupboard because oh, we, no. we, we go shopping at Sam's Club. Yeah. And they sell them nothing but bulk. Yeah. So, I've got a 36 pack out there that I'm not going to be eating. Once I get back down to 170, I might start like not tracking my calories and just be mindful that I shouldn't be eating crap all the time. Right. But if I notice my weight starting to go back up, I'll definitely start counting calories again. Yeah. Because yeah, once you get your goal, you could kind of ease up a little, but you can't just like phew, let it right. go. Or else you mean you'll easily just get back to where you are. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I've done it twice. <laughs> I have a little factoid. You just opened your wallet to read us a factoid. I love this. Because I keep a a little sticky note in my wallet. (laughs) Because when I'm at work, usually that's the best thing to do. Anyway, it was last episode that we talked about decimate, right? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, And I got that little factoid, or fun fact, from the credit union television that's right next to me as I work. And so I think it was the next day after we recorded... I looked up and happened to look at a factoid. And listen to this. I thought this was interesting. Mosquitoes are attracted to the color blue twice as much as any other color. What? Yeah. So. How do they know? And I'm thinking. I guess they could do a pretty easily controlled environment of that. Right. So I'm thinking. Uh, How can they see it in the dark though? I'm not really sure, but I was looking down at my veins and I was like, well, blood looks oh, blue you know what i mean true. so maybe the they veins think you're just in a giant arm. vein so they get super excited <laughs> um, that's true veins in your arm are blue so that would make sense that yeah. they pay attention for that and, and people i've heard people say like blood is blue before it oxidizes that's fake. but i don't think that's, that's real no that's not real at all. yeah <laughs> i don't that's a myth it didn't sound i always half believed it but it, it never really seemed to make complete sense when they take blood from your arm yeah it's, it's just red Right, no oxygen energy. Yeah. <laughs> it goes right into a tube that doesn't have any oxygen in it. It's, yeah. it's red. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Um, You're not blue on the inside. <laughs> no, I'm blue. <laughs> so basically, um, one of the best things to do if you just hate mosquitoes and you live in an area where you're infested by them, like living out in the country or somewhere. Wear orange. Yeah, 
<laughs> the opposite of blue. Yep. On the color wheel, orange is opposite blue. So just wear that if you don't like mosquitoes. I wonder if that's uh, if that's a thing. I guess it makes sense. I I don't think so. If they're just twice as attracted to it than any other color, that doesn't mean they're like twice as unattracted <laughs> oh, to orange. It's I don't want to suck his blood. Not, yeah, right. They're just not attracted to that color. I've also heard that mosquitoes will bite certain people more because of like the the scent they give yeah like it's hormone based yeah um, genetics you can be bitten more my dad has always been someone who's been bit by mosquitoes a ton oh. so he just complains non-stop when we're outside these bugs are all over me <laughs> Michaela's the same way yeah she she'll get bitten up and I don't get touched so I like having someone around that gets bit by mosquitoes yeah, a lot because I don't know, they're more attractive to the mosquito than <laughs> right. you, so hey, whatever. Yep. I don't I don't get bitten very much. I never really have to worry about it. So nice. cool fact. Thanks for sharing. Absolutely. I'm Let's... gonna keep uh keep keep doing that. Whenever I see a nice fact, we'll bring it. Do it. Yeah. Let's move on to Song of the Week. Jake mentioned at the beginning of the show that this was gonna be kind of like a specialish song of the week. Uh, and that's because we are both we have both chosen songs by the same artist. He just released a new album, and he's one of my – he's my second favorite rapper. So it just made sense that – and I know Jake loves him a lot too. So mm-hmm. it made sense that we uh, devoted Song of the Week to him this week. And, Jake, I will let you tell us who that is. All right. Uh, our two songs of the week are from Macklemore's latest album, Gemini. Now wonder, this is, is – Is he a Gemini? I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. Or someone he cares about, maybe his new daughter. Ooh. Um, ooh, ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Talk, I'm Googling. All right. Um and this is also keep in mind that this is the first album he's done since I believe two thousand and five without Ryan Lewis. Yes. Under the name Macklemore at least, and I'm pretty sure he's only had that name, so Correct. His real name is Ben Haggerty, and I've looked it up before to see if he had any mixtapes or anything under that name, and he does not. Yeah. I guess he was Professor Macklemore. At the very beginning, he was, but I don't think he ever released any music under that name. Yeah, Yeah. so Macklemore and Ryan Lewis kind of go in hand in hand. They released the album The Heist together. That had Thrift Shop on it. Mm -hmm. It had uh, Can't Stop Us. Uh, can't hold us. Can't hold us, and uh, same love on it. Those were three really big songs off that album. Oh yeah. And then they released a couple years later. They released this unruly mess I've made, and that album it didn't do nearly as good as the mm. heist. I still enjoyed it. Me too. I bought it, but you know there are several songs on it that I just end up skipping. Yeah, it wasn't uh, that it, great. It wasn't like it definitely was not as good as the heist. The yeah. heist is still top five favorite rap albums of all time for me it is so good Mm -hmm. um so he and macklemore that is and ryan lewis decided to take a little break it was a completely amicable breakup they're not mad at each other at all they've both come out and say they will be getting back together in the future and working again on future projects and albums they just both want to take a while to explore you know their own thoughts and their own ideas be creative on their own instead of being dependent on each other and see what they come up with yeah so that's what this album gemini was all about i just hope that they're both compatible after kind of growing individually i hope that they're both compatible to come back together and then make something just as great if not better you know 
Right. I'm hoping that this time apart kind of like recharges them mentally and they'll mm-hmm. come back and just do some awesome, awesome stuff. And as great as Ryan Lewis is, this isn't a dish to him at all, but with this album, I think it is solid proof that Macklemore can do it on his own. He did it on his own before Ryan Lewis. Yeah, I mean, I know he the did. The Language of My World is an album that he put out mm-hmm. without Ryan Lewis, and it's really solid. There's some stuff on there that yeah. I like a lot. That being said, he definitely features someone... He, I think he featured at least one person on every single song this album except one that was like 10,000. It wasn't 10,000 hours. It's called something else. 10,000 hours is the opening song yeah, for the, on heist, the heist, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the other one. It's like 10 million something. Yeah. So Macklemore is a Gemini. Uh-huh. Their daughter Sloan, he and his girlfriend's daughter Sloan is not a Gemini. So it's about him. Okay. Greedy bastard. Well, he mentions his daughter quite a bit. He does. In the album. He always does because she, yeah, yeah. she's a really big inspiration for him. So, yep. all that being said, let's get to our songs of the week. What's your song of the week? All right. So, I want to lead into this before I say it and say that this one, I guess, technically isn't even in my top three on the album. But lately, as in the past like day or two, because it hasn't been out very long, a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really digging it. Because it's like a rap rock song, and I really love the combination of those genres. I think he does real well. Uh, and it is Fire Breather featuring Rain Wolf. Here's 30 Seconds. My rookie year, and I'm new to the sport. The game is tied up, they look into you in the fourth. Do you take the shot or pass it? This is 10,000 hours, and I'm working on my master's liabilities and assets, and I'm showing up to practice, shooting early, getting baskets. There's no father to my style, I'm just a freckle face bastard. An animal in the jungle, running, hunting with the habit. Abracadabra, that mother is magic. It's 81, and Madonna is on me dancing. I'm sorry, mama, I got it. I know I shut my mind. So I like I really like that one because that is sassy. That's what I think. It kind of is. It's a yeah. little bit sassy. Mm. It's kind of like a ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's just like that hard <laughs> bass, and it, uh, I really wanted to include that breakdown bit because I thought that was just real cool. And he gets real like he gets real into it. Yeah, and, uh, it's just a real fun one. So which one did you uh, choose for us? I went with excavate and i know you really like this song it's this one is in my top three jake mentioned before we started recording that he likes when macklemore does serious songs and this is a serious song and i completely agree some of my favorite macklemore tracks are serious songs um wings i don't Mm. know if that that song gives me goosebumps every time i hear it yep um my oh my on the heist you just mentioned kevin He does really good serious songs. Um, He did White Privilege Part 1 and Part 2, both awesome songs. He has a way of talking about sensitive issues and even things personal to his own life in such a powerful way. He really uses rap and the beat behind what he's saying to get his message across. And I don't know. It's just really good stuff. I really think so, too. So here is 30 Seconds of Excavate. Walk around the hallway, dreaming of ideas, find himself in the sound, cause music is a mirror. What you looking for? What you heading towards? What's your name worth? When they mention yours, when you leave here, are you stepping forward? Can you remember your intention when they question yours? They're gonna question yours, they're gonna question yours. I've been to rock bottom, and I'm headed north. If you don't love yourself, what's the respect for? If you don't love life, the check won't correct yours. Thanksgiving. 
Very nice. I, I love that. That might be my favorite one on the yeah. whole entire album. I'd say Excavate, Intentions, and Corner Store. Corner Store. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. <laughs> you guys are going to check that out uh, if you're into into Malcolm Moore. Uh, you know, you notice he gets a lot of crap. I don't know why, but I, I think like people who are really into hip hop hate him. I don't know why. It's because he he talks about how white culture has stolen black culture in the form of hip hop, but he does hip hop, so he's kind of like, like hypocritical in that kind sense. of. But he does he 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 has songs where he talks about how he doesn't know if he even feels right doing hip hop because he feels like he's stealing their culture oh yeah that's um, that's kind of foolish because so right it's just I mean, it's a genre of music you know? right like, and cultures have learned from each other for generations yeah. and generations i mean we're the way we are because of other cultures in the past right it's just the way you know humans are you just got to be respectful of origins basically right and, and he does a lot of talking about how he feels like there's others in the hip-hop game that do not respect the origins iggy azalea and a few other people yeah he calls out in songs talking about you're doing hip hop, but it's not really hip hop. Do it the right way if you're going to do it. Right. So he's gotten kind of a little bit of heat for that. Um, and there, he, he is critically, I mean, he is, he does get a mixed bag of reviews for a lot of his music, but I really like it. And as long as you like it, that's what matters. Absolutely. So, so check it out. Uh, I know I grabbed it from Boo Moose, less than 10 bucks. Really? Yeah. Less than 10. Wow. And it comes good deal. with a really sweet, um, kind of like poster that has like a bunch of like photographs of I, of I the picked sets up and uh, this unruly mess I've made so I'll probably pick that one oh, yeah? up in physical form as yeah. well so all right let's continue on with speed writing where we find a writing prompt and tell you guys what it is and we'll actually tell you what it is this time and take 15 minutes put that on the clock and brainstorm write it all down see what we can get for you in 15 minutes so I think we should uh Find one, Joe. All right. We decided. Pretty damn quick, too. Uh, Here's the writing prompt. You have the ability to pull any fictional character out of their world and into the real world. The catch is, every time you take a character out, you must put someone in their place. All right. We will see you guys in 15 minutes. I like how sometimes you put little bloops and stuff in. Oh yeah. While we're writing. Yeah. Corner store. Two a.m. Oh, I have the punchline essentially, and I gotta build the joke. Crap! I hate when you have like I hate that. I need a punchline too. I hate when you do better than me. <laughs> you win. This is a competition. <laughs> I think we both do really good. Okay, we're back. This might be my most rushed ending ever. Oh, really? Yeah. But you like, like it? Uh, not the ending. Oh, okay. I like everything except for the last couple sentences, but I ran out of time, so I didn't really have another way to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be pretty abrupt. Let's let you go first. Now I went first last time with the Mars one, so you go ahead. Okay. Uh, as a reminder, the writing prompt was: you have the ability to pull any fictional character out of their world and into the real world. The catch is every time you take a character out, you must put someone in their place. Chapter 2 By now it's been established what I can do. You get it, right? 
Pull someone out of their reality, put someone from my reality in their place. Simple. What I haven't told you is how I accomplished this. The fairy, you know the one from chapter 1 whose backstory I described in painstaking detail, gave me a small tablet-looking device with my name inscribed across the back, Isaac. It allowed me to search a mythical database of all fictional and non-fictional universes to find different characters. I could search for anyone. Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, Walter White from Breaking Bad, or even Mickey Mouse himself. All I had to do was put in the query, hit search, choose the character, and boom, they'd be dragged out of their reality and into mine. So enough of that, and on to the story. That's why you're here listening, after all. There I was. Ten minutes left on the clock. Final math exam of the year. This bad boy would make or break my grade. I was either graduating with the rest of my class this year, or retaking algebra over the summer. The stakes were high, my blood was pumping, and I was nervous as hell. My mind quickly jumped to the tablet in my backpack. All I had to do was sneak it into my pocket and ask to use the bathroom. Simple. As I stood from my desk, I grabbed the device and slid it into my back pocket in one smooth motion. Ooh yeah, I thought to myself as I made my way to the front of the classroom. Can I use the bathroom, please? I asked politely. With only eight minutes left on the test? I guess, said the teacher. It was the end of the year, and he'd already checked out for the summer. I quickly made my way to the boys' bathroom, entered a stall, and locked it behind me. I pulled the device out and began to think of who I wanted to conjure up, as I like to put it. Pascal? No. Archimedes? No. Pythagoras? Nah. Who? I got it, I exclaimed as I realized who I wanted to bring to my world. Isaac Newton. He had the same name as me, so why wouldn't I choose him? He had to be cool with helping he had to be cool with helping me cheat on my math final with a name like that. I typed Isaac into the search box and hit enter to query the database. A list of names began to pop up. My one complaint about the device is that it didn't search very quickly. It took its time, querying from the beginning of history forward. I waited for the device to stop querying. Once it had, I saw Isaac Newton at the top of the list. I gave the device another second or two to make sure it was done querying and tapped Isaac Newton's name. Or so I thought. To my horror, another name appeared at the top of the list, right above the one I had intended to click. My own. Before I had time to blink, I felt my body dissolve and turn into a fine mist. So where am I now? How am I telling you this story? I don't know. This is all made up. I'm missed, I guess. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm missed, I guess. <laughs> oh, that, that last <laughs> paragraph is so bad. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea how to wrap so it up. So how am I doing this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm missed, I guess. <laughs> nice. I like, uh, that, I like uh, that you kind of figured out the tool he used. Yeah, well, I knew when we started this, I knew that I wanted to accidentally choose myself to like be pulled out of its universe and into mine. Yeah. Like I knew I wanted that. Cause so it wouldn't it looped, work. Right. It wouldn't yeah. work. So I needed some way that he could accidentally mess up. So I decided like a little device that you flip through people and choose made sense. That's good. But if I had had a little more time, I could have come up with a better ending, but the clock hit zero and I didn't have an ending. So I wrote those three sentences at the end. I don't know. This is all made up. I missed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Hopefully it's better than my piece of crap story. Uh, we'll see. I can't remember exactly when I discovered I had this power, but the ability to bring my favorite fictional characters to life has never ceased to be exciting and entertaining. Sure, there's been some scary moments, especially when I was young and naive, where I would underestimate the consequences of my actions, but that's all in the past. These days, my switches are much tamer. Oh, that's right. I failed to mention. Yes, I could bring any character I wanted to life, 
but I had to place a real person back into that world to replace them. I know, not very ethical, but it's hard to resist the temptation of adventuring with Ash Ketchum or palling around with Goku if it means your rude first grade teacher or that school bully who always stole your lunch had to disappear off the face of the earth forever. I mean, there's some people whose presence literally makes the world a worse place to live in. I'm doing the world a favor. Today, I plan my biggest switch yet. I'm 26 now and have had a lot of experience with this. I know how to get my way. I suppose you could say there had been some guilt hanging on my shoulders for a long time now that maybe Mrs. Fickett didn't deserve an eternity in the Terminator universe and perhaps my third grade bully Henry didn't deserve a lifetime of getting beaten up by Dragon Ball Z characters. I decided on a selfless act. Instead of initiating my switches based on who I wanted in my world, I flipped the script and based the switch on who I wanted out of it. That man was Donald Trump. Who would be a good replacement for the Orange Maniac? Surely, most fictional characters would do a better job, but who would be the best choice? After many long weeks of consideration, I finally had my eureka moment, Elmo. Elmo loved everyone. Surely he would make empathetic decisions, keeping the well-being of all parties and all groups in mind. Within minutes, my plan was in action, and the swap was done. That was a couple hours ago, and ever since Elmo has taken over as, as president, the country just seems to be in a better place. Approval ratings have soared, the Nazis and supremacists have backed down, and justice finally seems to be prevailing. We will see how long this lasts, for a couple more years at least. Vote Big Bird Oscar 2020. The guilt is finally off my shoulders. You're welcome, America. We're in Elmo's world now. <laughs> Dude, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank that was you. so good. Oh, man. I couldn't contain my laughter a few times. <laughs> We're in Elmo's world now. <laughs> la, 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 Elmo's world. <laughs> yeah, you know. Very um, well done. I knew that I wanted Donald Trump out of this world. I knew that like that was going to be the punchline of my does, story. Everybody does, Jake. Everybody yeah. does. Right, everybody. I didn't know who to replace him with, so I was sitting there like, damn, I, I got to make it funny, but I got to make it like a little bit make sense. My first thought was Rick from Rick and Morty, and I'm like, nah, that wouldn't be doing the world a favor. He would just go back to his <laughs> own universe. It wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I liked yours a lot more than I liked mine, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> no, dude, they were they were both solid, both solid. All right, so we do have one submission for our speed writing writing prompts, but you know we want to get at least one more submission before we before we read it. Um, we might read it next time if we still don't, but. I know we had mentioned last time we did writing prompts. It'd be really cool if you guys did some submissions. Um, just be honest about it. Try to time yourself for 15 minutes. Find a writing prompt you like on the spot. Don't premeditate on it. Mm -hmm. And send it in. Uh, and it'd be cool to read a couple at a time, you know, instead of or alongside our own. Um, so just letting you guys know that we do have a submission and we will probably read that next week. Um, but it'd be cool if we could have at least one more to read along with it. So... So definitely do that. Maybe what I'll do is hit up someone on Reddit who does writing prompts all the time on that subreddit and see, say like, hey, I got a podcast where we do 
writing prompts on occasion, are you up for picking one at random and giving yourself 15 minutes to write something and see if they'll do something like that? That could be cool, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I would really, I mean, I really like that idea, but I would love to have that listener interaction too. So right, I mean, I if agree. any of you guys listening would want to do that, it'd be awesome. I agree. All right. I think that's it for now, guys. Hopefully our uh, totally impromptu episode was entertaining. You have a great week. Let's uh, end the show with some Electro Swing Revival. Sounds nice. Have a good week, guys. See ya. sounded like that <laughs> got him okay um that's that's one we keep looking obviously doesn't matter i really like one. that one you do yeah I do. you didn't really seem to like it at first
No, because I was thinking. Oh. Of like what I would do. And Deep yeah, I'd do processing. it. Processing. Like sting. A progress bar is filling up in, in your head when it hits 100. <laughs> progress bar hits a, uh, 100, and that's when you're either like, meh, or. <laughs> Great.